everyone, and welcome back to the Joyclix Gamescast. This is episode 73. I'm your host, Christian Buckley. Joining me, as always, is the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. How are you doing? Greetings. Greetings. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you? Did I just say good to myself? I think I did. I think you, know, you did. Do you do you know that video of the dude that uh, sneezes and it's like, bless you, thank you, <laughs> like to himself? I, I think so. I think I think so, yeah. That was great. Good times, good times. But uh, how are you? Doing all right. Doing good. Um, went out to Beautiful. dinner at a restaurant for the first mm. time. Yeah, it was you and your lady's uh, anniversary. You, know, yes. you got to give a little, give a little golf clap. I mean, that deserves like a regular like applause clap. I'm going to do golf clap because it's just me. You know, yes, so thank shout you. Shout out to that. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was very weird because we were still outdoors, you know, so was no real problem. So was that, so was that your first time going out since? Yes. <laughs> I, I like. Are you doing this too? Where it's like I'm. I, I now talk about time, like you know, pre-COVID. Yes. And post-COVID. Yes. Okay, because I I do that now as well. Like it's a big, it's a big bookmark. No, for um, sure. I still, I still haven't gone out to eat, but I have gone to a club, which is definitely like a step way up mm-hmm. than a restaurant. Um, but they had a table involved, you know, so there was a place that I could kind of go, you know, to be with you know mm-hmm. a group of people that i'm familiar with so right. um that was cool nice. but yeah, yeah no I, I, I still haven't gone to eat yet yeah i mean I'm i fi- not- <laughs> no, 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 I, I figured it's probably a good idea because i'm good for now uh we don't know what's gonna happen with all this delta nonsense but like oh yeah yeah i feel like there's a nice window right now where i went to a restaurant i'm going to another restaurant this weekend with jack Gonna see Black Widow. Haven't been in a theater since last February, so like, hell yeah, um, it's gonna be nice, yeah. you know. I am also gonna see Black Widow. I think on Thursday night. I'm not sure. Like those plans haven't been finalized, but but they've been talked about. Like nice. like it's gonna happen. So that's happening. Um, I'm seeing the UFC fight at the theater. Oh, cool. As well, so that's that's gonna be pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who is it? It's um mcgregor and i think poitier thinks i say his name i forgot i forgot how you say his last name but yeah that big fight i'm going to a theater mm-hmm. um so yeah it's 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 cool to you know go out and do stuff again you know what i'm saying so, do, do it while you can because yeah who knows what september's gonna look like <laughs> yeah. right i know bro can you imagine man if we go back in the trenches i, I, th- I think we're going back <laughs> i think Listen, we're going back hey i am prepared marty we gotta go back <laughs> at least now we know what's now we know what's going down at least mm-hmm. you know um we'll see we'll well, see but um speaking of going back hash notes <laughs> i tried my left hand for snap and didn't work so well but last week uh we did cover uh the rumored expand alone which um was going to be for ghost of tsushima titled ghost of akishima uh expand alone May not be what this is, but expand alone, I think, is here to stay. That's a that's a phrase that is never leaving my. Uh, oh, what's the your f- your vocabulary yeah. pool? Yeah, there was like a cool name for it though, but I forgot what it was. Again, I'm a stupid mm. gamer. Um, mm. Anyways, the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut is releasing this August on PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. If you don't own Ghost at all, uh, you can pick up the complete director's cut for 60 bucks on ps4 70 bucks on ps5 
if you own Ghost of Tsushima on PS4, like me, and you still have a PS4 and you want to play this content, you'll be able to get the expansion for 20 bucks. If you own Ghost at the moment and plan on having a PS5 by August and you want the PS5 version, it will be $30. If you want for the expansion and content of the director's upgrade. Um, if you are like me and doing that $20 drop, getting a PS5 eventually, when you get a PS5 and you want the PS5 features, it's an extra 10 bucks. Yeah. So. Nailed it. Nailed it. Quite Nailed confusing. It. Uh, yeah. like it all tracks. It all makes sense. Like if you if you're if you take a step back, it's like hey, the PS4 version for the content. You're only paying for content, twenty bucks. The PS5 version, any way you slice it, it's thirty bucks. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a weird upgrade path, um, which seems to be the trend with director's cuts. For uh, I'm assuming this is what Death Stranding is going to do for that director's uh, cut. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know if you're expecting anything different. But. I would imagine. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, granted, like, this is first party, and that's, right. I guess, second party. But, like, I mean, if it's like this with first party, it's not like it's going to be better with second party, I yeah. can imagine. Right? It'd probably be the same. Um, but, like, looking at it, it looks crazy, definitely. Right? But, you know what? I liked Ghost of Shima a lot. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really enjoyed my time with it. You know what I'm saying? uh gaming is my is my number one like medium of entertainment Mm -hmm. right so obviously i'm gonna pay for it right right? like like obviously i'm gonna i'm gonna drop the uh 30 day one and and, uh get this but uh i think there 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 could have been a way that they they could have probably simplified it you know what i'm saying yeah maybe like not tackle on that extra ten dollars unless you're buying it fresh on ps5 and never owned ghost ever yeah, that seventy dollar price point. I would I would keep that. I guess if you're gonna keep anything, yeah, that seems reasonable to me. But I think it should have been just twenty across the board. But you yeah. know what? I it just feels like it's slightly in the ballpark of wanting to have their cake and eat it too. Of like, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're only on PS4, yeah, it's still twenty bucks for whatever you can have access to. But I think the thing that makes it weird. I don't own a PS5. I'm with you. I love Ghosts. I will get the $20 expansion for the new island. Um, because the story content is new story content for Jin, new missions, I think new abilities, but like new armor sets, uh, new collectibles, new animals, new island. I imagine it will be maybe in completion six to eight hours long. I don't know. Yeah, they, they did say new techniques. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So... I'm there for that for sure. The weird thing, I don't know how you feel about this. The $10 additional fee for the PS5 update, like the game has a PS5 update already, right? So like yeah. that was half yeah. of what you expect out of a PS5 update. And it's like here's the other half. 10 bucks, please. Like like yeah, I can list I'm, the features of the the PS5 yeah. that you're paying for. Yeah, like I'm like looking at them right now. Like it's the dynamic 4K targeting 60, mm-hmm. 3D audio, Japanese lip sync, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers. Yes, right. And um, worth noting, okay. none of those things are coming to the PS4 director's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the and one thing one. Sorry, no, no. Go ahead. Just a quick question: before the update, before was that only 60 frames? The update. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Yeah. It was pretty much only 60, and um, it was 60 frames also in fidelity mode. Gotcha. So on PS5, you there was really no reason for you to run the game in performance mm -hmm. because it just it just weakened your resolution for no reason because it was still gotcha. 60 on fidelity, right? So if you ran it at fidelity, it was running, I believe, in PS4's Pro resolution, which was like topping out at like 1800p, mm -hmm. right? Um, so it'd be 1800p, 60 frames. Um, now you, you're getting that you're getting dynamic 4K targeting 60. That's covering the bases on terms of like, hey, it might dip, right? And frames and resolution, all that. Um, but yeah, like that's great and all, right? And cool adaptive feedback. I mean, adaptive triggers. Love that. Have the feedback. Love that. Right. That's all great and everything. Um, I was mostly looking for a bump in the textures. Right, I feel like some of the textures in Ghost could have definitely used a little TLC, not like the whole game, but you know, like there were some rough spots that I even saw on like um, my first playthrough that I think they could have, you know, used a little oomph on PS5. Right, I was looking for an upgrade that's legit, honestly, like FF7 Remake Integrate. Like, I love that upgrade, you mm -hmm. know, like just those textures alone, like, do so much for the game the dynamic lighting which i don't think they mentioned anything about lighting here in this game yeah granted the lighting in ghost wasn't a complaint it's right. mainly just the sun right yeah. so like i like yeah i wonder like, also yeah. for ff7 that's on unreal and i imagine based on the way they talked about unreal 4 to unreal 5 just that transition being very smooth i imagine like just updating textures within unreal 4 is probably easier than whatever proprietary engine ghost is on um, yeah yeah perhaps yeah so that, there's an option there i i do think it's a weird thing it's definitely uh there was a lot of conversation about it you know just because yeah. playstation alongside a handful of other third parties seem to be the outlier with upgrades for this generational crossover like um i know activision was weird about call of duty and i think Tony Hawk was paid. I think was Crash paid. Crash Four or was that free? That was free. Okay. That was free. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's more rare for a third party to be like, hey, we're making you pay for the upgrade. It seems like most of the third parties are like, yeah, it's a free upgrade. Yeah, for the most part. So, how do you feel about the lip sync? I, I'm, like, I'm very curious of like what what is crucial about the power of the ps5 for this yeah like, like if it's they, just the cutscenes you re-rendered it right like yeah they said all the cutscenes are re-rendered yeah um, which is a I lot guess, of work dude, oh hell yeah yeah like like i'm not even trying to downplay that like i know that that's a lot um of like just like time and work and everything but um and there, there's i mean it's an open world like 50 hour game if you want it to be like there's right. a lot of cutscenes in there a hundred hour um, game if you want it to be yeah honestly yeah um and, like, I know they brought up that, like, oh, because the PS5 can do, like, real-time rendering or something like that, which sounded like a vague term that I'm like, wait, haven't we had that? But maybe I'm just ignorant on that standpoint, right? But that felt more to me like a not, – not a bug necessarily, but it at least that feature I would have thought – well, they've at least came to PS4, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if it's truly just not possible, then okay, all right, you know, like it is what it is. But 
That yeah. one was the one that I'm like, that's a weird thing to add of like a of like a PS5 specific feature. Yeah. When that doesn't feel you know, maybe just not as like glamorized as like adaptive triggers or, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. I think this is yeah. setting the tone for what to expect for Last of Us, Death Stranding, uh whatever other God of War maybe. I don't know. Um whatever's coming down the line. So be prepared for that. I will say there is new Legends content, a new Legends mode specifically coming for free. I have no idea what the hell that's going to be, but I like Legends a lot. So I'm excited for this. I do think it's very messy, and it's just PlayStation's doing this because they earned it last generation. You know, like they're like, they can do this now for, our, for yeah. their first party stuff. So, and I mean, like, about my, I mean, like, yo, the. I am excited to see how this game looks like on a pure, you know, PSI version of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I'm like really talking shit about it, but you know, like I was just really looking for the textures, mm-hmm. and I don't think we're getting that here. And I feel like they would have said it if we are getting it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would have more... been a selling point. Yeah, you put that in. Yeah, there. right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just think like like that could be huge for any game. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So. But I'm definitely gonna get this day one trust <laughs> for sure this, yeah there's no way i'm missing this well why don't we move on to some games we've been playing um i know i got a quick update i got a chunky one and i know you got a quick update so let's do the quick ones first i beat katana zero um so that was very nice i enjoyed it i was a little lost if i'm being honest with some of the story re- revelations i had to like read about it afterwards i was like oh okay that makes sense I, I don't know if that was conveyed in the best way but it was like some of the reveals at the end i don't want to spoil anything but like yeah please don't i, I was like <laughs> some good stuff like i wish I, I was tracking the logic there so when that revelations and, and reveal happened in that final cutscene, i was like oh when it happened i was like what <laughs> like i was like uh okay but the way you leave off in that game, there is very much a cliffhanger. Um, so, don't know what's next for Katana Zero. I'd be curious in a follow-up. Um, I'm, I'm sorry you've been waiting for, what, two years now? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. I might I might replay that game again when the sequel's coming out soon. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's a good game, man. I mean, good game. the yeah, first no, one took like right. six years. Uh, when I was reading about it, I, I it, found it took that them out. Six years? Six years, yeah holy shit wow so hey it's a six years well spent i'll say settle in six years well spent yeah uh but that's my quick one. Oh, i also beat uh metroid zero mission that Ooh. that's a real good game uh real good i liked it a lot <laughs> so do i i mean is this something where do you recommend me figure out a way to play metroid zero mission so it took me five hours um okay. I think it is one of Nintendo's strongest, tightest games I've played. Um, I don't think it's anything revolutionary because, you know, it's a Metroidvania and Metroid invented that. So obviously Metroidvanias since have done really interesting, unique twists on it. But for like a pure, solid, real good Metroidvania with excellent atmosphere i think it's worth playing and it's pretty short so i enjoyed it i would recommend it if you can find a way to play it yeah i think it'd be a wii u what i have to yeah acquire i think mm-hmm. i think 
Because what, like on the um, virtual shop, um, I always see the meme on Wednesday. Yes. But I never experienced that <laughs> for yes. myself. Um, uh, do they have like pretty much all the Metroids like, I would need? I think on Wii? on Wii U, you can definitely play Zero Mission. And then two and then three, right? Two or, is weird two has a game boy version that is on the 3ds it has a remake that it was made for 3ds and then there's a fan remake that is arguably the best way to play it so you can play that on a, a computer okay okay um and then super metroid is absolutely on the wii u zero missions on the wii u and then trade would just be the next one and the Prime okay. Trilogy's on there, too, so... <laughs> yeah, Prime... Yeah, Prime Trilogy's on there. I'm gonna be stubborn and wait for that trilogy that I yeah. know is made. God damn it. These, these. But, yeah, Metroid is real cool. I'm, I'm taking a bit of a break, and then I'm gonna start up uh, Metroid... Another Metroid 2 remake that is the fan one. Uh, probably gonna do that sometime this month or next month. Um, along the way to Dread. Are you playing that, you know, European uh, Metroid 2 uh, fan uh game is that uh only on pc or like are you saying mac as well i imagine it's on mac it is just, it's like a fan game so you could probably run it uh i imagine but. yeah i may have to go inquire about said european version mm-hmm. for sure if you gotta do that so. uh let me hear your updates on metal gear solid 5 i got to the part where mother base gets invaded and that is the coolest fucking shit ever, dude. Yeah. That is sick, man. That is such a neat, neat idea. Like, it's not like the first time like Mother Base has been invaded. Obviously, we saw it at Ground Zeroes, right? But that was more of like a decimation, right? Right. But like, m- like, ah, uh, just mid mid mission. We're about to start like mission twenty one. I think it was whatever. About to go extract this target. You know your standard mission, whatever. And I was like, nah, you 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 gotta go right now. Like right now, go back to Mother Base and figure this out. Um and like me like just with my AR, right? Cause at this point it's like no. I'm I'm still in MGS5. I'm still in the mode of like, hey, I'm gonna trank you, right? If I'm on the mission. Right. Like nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not trying to be super lethal, but when I gotta be lethal, I'll be lethal. But if you're gonna invade Mother Base, no, I'm sorry. That's 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 a lethal all right. Um, so I'm like, you know, sneaking through, I'm laying down claymores, like like just the this game is just so fun. It's ridiculous how fun this game is, man. Yeah. Like it is I'm 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 really, really high on this game. Like this is easily like a top ten of all time. Damn. Easily. easily. No, like easily a top ten. I don't know where in that top ten. Right. But it's 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 easily a top ten. Easily That's a top awesome. ten. Yeah, like like pro I was I was talking to Jack, like this is this is probably my favorite Metal Gear. Probably. I mean, we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not done with it yet. Um every game that we played after MGS one, I've looked at MGS one a lot more fondly, mm-hmm. right? And playing this wants me to go, like, is making me want to go back and play all of them over again mm-hmm. um, without streaming it, right? And just, just experiencing it again. Um, 
So I, I, I kind of want to do that, but not like MGS5, man. I'm still, still loving it, man. Like the only thing that, okay. So like the, there, there was a point last night where they introduced a lot of like the FOB missions and like the online stuff. Yeah. And that I'm just like, I, I never touched that. Even when it I came out, man. I do that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I mean, nope. I, I don't want to do that. I think <laughs> I did some of the FOB missions, or like I send people out to get resources and materials, right? That was the FOB oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, no. Um. W- wait, like, are you talking about uh the like combat deployment when like you would do it in like Peace Walker to get? Yeah. Like you send your like squads. Yeah. I'll I'll always do that. Right. Because those are was just it, things that will just get me resources. But like, wasn't the, the FOB stuff like the same thing though? Just like online. Oh, there are FOB stuff of that variant. I okay. I'm doing the offline ones. I'm doing the ones that just like look like just their regular just AI stuff, gotcha. like in Peace Walker. You know, I think there are. Yeah, they're like the bright yellow ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Those I haven't touched. Okay. Anything, anything that says FOB, I'm just like trying to ignore as, as much as possible. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like, I just it's just not really what I want to do. Maybe it'd be better if like I was playing it in its heyday, right? And maybe I'd have a lot more enjoyment out of right. that, or or be more like appealed to do it. Mm-hmm. Hearing a lot of people play MGS Five at the same time, um, and like I guess it's like you can infiltrate other people's like satellite bases that you get to do throughout yeah. the world, mm-hmm. right? Um, and depends on like their their defenses that they have on that on their bases you know like it's either easier or harder like that's a cool concept for sure like i totally get it um i just don't want to do that like but i could see it being cool but like it's like yeah you know that's that's not what i want to do you know snakes on a mission let's do it um but uh yeah i'm really 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 enjoying it like i am wondering like where we're going story-wise yeah you know what i'm saying because like that's a good that's a good thing to think about right now like it's i mean like i know we're 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 still changing skull face right i i think since since last time we talked i did like i guess my second encounter with him where i'm having to avoid him there's water towers very very stressful thing yes um yeah like and like i didn't i i didn't love that boss fight you know, but I did find it at least unique. Uh, I mean, unique definitely in what you're doing in MGS5 as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt like a maybe like a little bit janky. I don't know. Like I feel like there there could have been a better way to do that boss fight. Even yeah. though I did overall like enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? Um, but like you know, I don't know. Like like we're just chasing Skull Face. I know we're trying to seek revenge. You know, because Skull Face. Is uh, what we're presuming was behind the original mother base being destroyed mm-hmm. and ground zeros and everything. Um, seeing a metal gear, you know, like like those are cool. I just wonder like where exactly we're building towards because like I mean like I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit a little Scattered. bit cloudy, even though I know it's like yeah, we're just seeking revenge. I guess I guess I guess. Against Skullface, sure, right, mm-hmm. but it does feel a little bit more like not. It just doesn't feel as defined as like what you were doing in like 
MGS four, right? Or like MGS three or two or one. You know what I'm right. saying? Like like you have a clear mission here. It's kind of like oh yeah, we're just doing stuff that all builds into whatever is happening. You know? Yep. So we'll see. I feel we'll that. See. Well, look yeah. forward to the um, very in depth long play club discussion coming sometime later this month. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be like that's gonna be a six hour podcast. <laughs> that is. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just clear that day. Mm-hmm. I'm just clear that day for. I'm gonna just do that. <laughs> just go to bed. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, I am seven missions and probably somewhere around eight hours deep into Halo Combat Evolves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the origins of the studio we love so much from their work on Destiny, Bungie. Um. 2001 this game came out i'm loving it i think it's a fantastic video game i have very few complaints about it um more than anything 2001 right this is a couple years after metal gear solid metal gear solid was 98 and what's that three years three years Mm -hmm. later i'm just surprised that they were able to capture like big budget sci-fi vibes from the story and cutscene direction and the voice acting specifically that was a huge surprise to me um i'm very surprised at how much fun i'm having experiencing the story i'm incredibly surprised that i really like master chief um and i think more than anything i don't know why i would be surprised by this but like it's bungee um game feels very very good to play like 20 years later i think that is my biggest thing where shooting feels great moving around the world feels great uh the guns are iconic and feel really nice to use enemy ai is very surprising too like there's a couple factions in this campaign that i'm going through in these open spaces and sometimes they'll start fighting with each other which we see that a lot now but 2001 like I'm just really impressed with this, and I'm having a real solid time. Apparently, it only gets better from here, but yeah, Halo 1 is a good video game. Beautiful. Beautiful. So. Good to hear. And like, I think what? I think the fan favorite is Halo 2, right? I think people... I don't know, dude. I hear a lot of different that. things. Like, people love Halo 2. People love Halo 3. Some people love Halo Reach. Like, that's the one I'm really excited to play, because Halo Reach is basically Rogue One, but Halo because oh, okay. it's very cool um at the beginning of the campaign for halo one right it's this we're on this ship we're run, it's called uh pillar of autumn uh and we're that's the name of the ship and we're just running away from these aliens called the covenant and somebody in command of the ship is talking about like the fall of reach that's like one of the first lines i was like wait is that does that mean reach is a prequel so like reach really is rogue one where it like leads directly into the original game i think that's what we're going to deal with with reach um but yeah story-wise it's it's kind of basic like i know we talked about alien and aliens last week i don't think you've seen them right nope it's very similar um where we find this ring the halo it's a weapon that will spoilers purge the entire universe of all life if all of them are activated um okay and 
in our escape, we see the Halo ring, and we have to crash land on it. And it's about Chief so far, uh, trying to get all the troops back together, find survivors. And as he's maneuvering through this place, he's delivering an AI that was in charge of the ship, Cortana. She's working with Chief, and uh, they're exploring. They discover the origins of the ring, what it's used for. And in doing that, they find out that the alien race, the Covenant, has been here studying it, and they accidentally released this ancient alien virus that's like clickers, kind of. Like, they infest your host and morph them into this horrific zombie alien thing. Um, So, I'm just really surprised. It's a really fun time. I'm having a really good time with the story. It is pretty straightforward, but Chief is very fun. Uh, he doesn't talk much in the first game, at least, so I'm kind of vibing with him. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's just he's just this guy that's in this scenario that's got to deal with it. So I'm just surprised at a lot of this game. After all this time, Halo 1 is managing to surprise me. That's pretty dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, love to see it. Yeah, and, like, I I even want to, you know, eventually some, some day in my life, you know, play it. Um, just because, like, I know it, it cited a lot as, like, what really pushed the FPS on console. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was there was GoldenEye. Not trying to take away from GoldenEye. But, like, Halo was, like, a whole different, you know, just just thing to bring to the table in terms of controlling an, a first-person shooter using dual analog sticks. Right. Right. And, like, it just felt like a whole different way. Mm-hmm. That um, at least from what you're you're saying feels pretty modern yeah. for even for t- literally twenty years. Yeah, later. man. Like, like it's like holy shit. You know, <laughs> I I play a lot of old games, right? And yes, you do. Nine times out of ten, it sucks. Like to like even if the story is great, the controls are a hurdle, right? But I think the thing that's my only complaint with Halo One, and this seems to be from the conversations I've had. A genuine criticism that gets fixed in the next one is that the interiors some of the layouts of the level is confusing to navigate like i've backtracked a couple times without meaning to because everything looks like no clear guidance of where to go um and that's led to some deaths but it feels so fun to play that i'm not even that frustrated with it it's like oh i get to shoot these aliens again cool yeah why not (laughs) like I'll, i'll go back here and use the magnum and blow away these little grunts like that that's what's i think my biggest surprise but again i shouldn't be because it's bungie and bungie makes a very great feeling first person shooter in destiny so um yeah big fan i'm gonna play through all of them up to infinite um so i'll have more to say about the series in the coming weeks and months um i the one in the master chief collection does allow you to switch between the anniversary remastered visuals and the original visuals i will say i am playing in the original visuals because i think the original vibe is just way more effective for what they're going for like if you see a side by side the remasters look like for just halo 1 halo 2 apparently it's not a problem but halo 1 343 went back into the remaster and they went off of like there's some stuff kevin a door in the original halo will look nothing like a door in the remake like they did too much work it's just too busy they were they nobody said no it's like 
<laughs> no one said no. <laughs> it's like, what if we made this entire room purple and added, like, grids to everything? It's like, no, you don't need to do that. Like, Interesting. it's completely changing the atmosphere of some of these rooms and environments. So, for that reason, I'm, I'm sticking with the original. And I think the original, it looks dated, but I think it has a great vibe to it. With the music, too. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I think I know what you're saying, because, like, I watched the Digital Foundry video recently. I forgot what the video was like, even about, but, like, they were, they were talking about, like, an update that got pushed like recently like within the last like few weeks mm -hmm. um to the master chief updates to the games and um there were like certain like problems with like certain lighting would just not animate in the remasters as opposed to the original and different stuff like that and like there was some like differences in like shadowing techniques and all that so um i know that update reverted a lot of those effects and those different techniques to the remasters when i guess they weren't like that for the remasters when they first came out um so it's a little bit more closer to the original like vibe of the original versions of those of those games um but yeah i i probably would still play in remasters but like that's just me maybe yeah i mean i haven't i haven't seen it so it maybe looks way too yeah. busy like it's I, I think it it lands a completely different like the way you feel probably about the uh the sound of guns in the mm. modern warfare remaster like that makes sense yeah the atmosphere of the original visuals it, it's like very dreary it's very foreboding kind of beautiful because of that but the new one's like sci-fi visuals like it's not it, it feels really different but um, I mean, hey, I'll say this: you could you could play it on your Mac through XCloud, and you like streaming services. You got good internet, so whenever you want to, you, you could play these. That's out like right now. XCloud, yeah. If you go to xbox.com/play on your browser, I'm pretty sure if you have an account, you can do it right now, and you can use a DualShock even. Yeah, it could. I so. Could shit that could probably be my solution yeah that like that's how you can play wolfenstein if you wanted to like and do yeah you just gotta sub the game pass and you ultimate and then you got it shit i mean it worked yeah. on my iphone so i assume it'll work on your mac yeah i would only do it on my on my wired mac yeah like uh, like uh, i do kind of want to get the quiche control is it quiche that's that's not the right term the um the the iphone controller that everyone talks about the backbone you talking about no it's not the backbone it's like another one it's like a, it's like some with a k it's like a really really optimized like apple certified like iphone like controller that like looks super good i kind of want to get that it's like 100 bucks but i'd only really use it for the final fantasy 7 first soldier by the royale game yeah because i have to use it and ever crisis because i'm definitely gonna get those you know mm -hmm. for sure um there's my hero game like there's there's and i have apple arcade so maybe you know but i just don't know if i'd play like a console game on the phone yeah I you know what i'm saying i don't know i don't know maybe maybe but, but side note i did watch blade runner this week nice i liked it i liked it yeah there's there's the there was only one scene that i'm like ah oh, this definitely yeah, doesn't i know exactly well. what you're talking about yep. yeah it's like oof i i don't feel i don't feel good watching this but you know other than that <laughs> that scene you know it was uh it was a very very great movie i like the uh obviously the 
the visual aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. And I started 2049. Right, yeah, 2049 is good. Some say it's better than the original, which, uh, you know, I think they might not be onto something. But, really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, Kevin, did you hear about this? Hear about what? <laughs> Assassin's Creed Fi- Infinity. God damn. If that didn't come through, Assassin's Creed Infinity. Not even infinite, yo. Like, not even the usual one. Um, not even infinite. Let me, let me run through what we learned about this title this morning. Um, and then we can just have a, you know, a, a good one-on-one about this. So, <laughs> in maybe the worst way possible, uh, this announcement came to light because of Ubisoft employees being very displeased with the way that their sexual misconduct allegations from last year were handled, and because of certain conversations that, um, I think it's Starbucks Fryer, uh, Ubisoft employees were having, this came to light. So, it's already off to a bad start. Um, Assassin's Creed Infinity is a live service platform that will not be hitting until presumably 2024, according to Schreier. It is an evolving platform with multiple settings. Games are connected, but feel and look different. Um, Both Assassin's Creed teams are working on this. They're saying it's inspired by the success of Fortnite and Grand Theft Auto Online. That is an interesting ball of wax that is coming after Ubisoft made their announcement earlier this year, paired with the Division Heartland announcement that they want to go free-to-play, gas up some of their IP. Um, We are both, to some degree, fans of Assassin's Creed, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah oh yeah definitely I, I you are absolutely the bigger fan of the newer games I yeah yeah I really loved Odyssey and the Assassin's Creed like I like one but two to Black Flag were my shit you know love those right. games um this is a dead franchise that is reborn as something else and I've accepted that a long time ago and I think it's about to go through another rebirth with this thing because i see two studios that make the assassin's creed trilogy we just had last generation mm-hmm. merging together for this ever growing service i see no new standalone assassin's creed game until this comes out yeah probably and yeah. that's probably why valhalla is getting a second year of content yeah 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 how do you I feel have, about this uh, so um let's just obviously lay it on the record first um i am not the average fan of assassin's creed like i'm a i'm a bit of a different breed of assassin's creed fan um i've never been on this side where i'm i'm a fan of the change of a franchise usually <laughs> like you know with like cod like i i'm definitely from the old guard in quotes of cod right there's plenty of like you you'll see it's like in halo 2 where like there's bungee halo fans and there's 343 halo fans right and the three of the halo fans seem to be you know uh a few and far between if you will right um so i i feel like i'm in the few and far between assassin's creed fan base right that that actually um you know really liked origins odyssey and valhalla 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I love Valhalla. If I'm being real, like, like I, I really, really, really enjoy my time with that game, right? But one of the big critiques that we talked about here on this show, what I wrote in my written review on Borderline Entertainment, right, is that. I just felt that like there was a lot of bloat in Valhalla that was not necessarily bad, but it was just taking away from the really, really, really great stuff about Valhalla that was in that game mm-hmm. and the really good storyline threads that I think would have been more effective if you just kept them alone and had that define Valhalla, right? And that was Assassin's Creed Valhalla as opposed to is that and there's more of this, you know, not like horrible but just like not obviously as great stuff in the game so i was calling for yo trim it down like yeah like like there there is good stuff but you can easily trim it down and make a game that is like the size of ghost of tsushima i as opposed to yeah i want to know who besides a suit looked at this last trilogy and said we need to go bigger yeah like bro dog there is so much shit to do in these in these games like it is wild and like yeah i like and and i just think like yo like you you could have easily cut it and literally no one would have complained yeah because i mean for me with odyssey the thing i really loved odyssey and a lot of that was because of cassandra and i enjoyed seeing her in that world interacting with people and doing things it got to a point where I had my fill. I was not really invested in the main story. And there was just so much to do still after like 60 hours. I was like, I have no... First off, you level gated me. Uh, so that was frustrating. And then I had no drive to keep going. And I was overwhelmed by all the other things I could do that I was like, I'm done. That's what happened to me with The Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is an excellent game. I put 100 hours into that thing. And I never got out of Act 1 because I did so much side activity in that game. And I love my time with Witcher 3. It's a great game. But there's absolutely the thing is too much. And 100%. it can be overwhelming. So hearing them, like, man, I can't even fathom how you go bigger than Odyssey. Odyssey is literally ridiculous still. Like, like I still think about how big that map is. And, like, Vol... Like, Valhalla is a little bit different. Where like Valhalla, like it is a it is a smaller, in quotes, like main map, yeah. right? But then you have the satellite maps that you can go to, right? That are like let's say, let's say ballpark, like maybe like twenty to twenty five percent of the main map, mm-hmm. each one, right? Which I think overall, if you take all those land masses. And put them next to Odyssey. I bet they're pretty close, to be honest with you. Sure. Like, I, I bet they're pretty close, right? Um. So, but also when I think about that, I think that's what they're talking about here with this, with this Assassin's Creed Infinity, right? I think we're gonna get something like Valhalla, where like I know you didn't play it, but like um, there were certain ways that, and certain places that you can go on the main map, that take you to a different realm. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, like, I guess I'll light spoilers for Valhalla t- in terms of a location that you go to. Um, you can go to Asgard mm-hmm. in Valhalla, and like that's a really cool concept, right? And I really, really like that. So, I think that's what they're doing here. That's that's just my assumption, right? So, I guess you're going to be able to, I guess, go to Egypt, 
Yeah, you I mean, know, I mean, the weird thing is, yeah. it says games are connected. Like they're saying games, so like they use the word hub for Assassin's Creed Infinity. So like, I think are they gonna like put origins? I think that's like, what it is. That is wild to me. That like you fun. have Egypt, the map from Origins. I don't even know if they'd be remaking the maps, expanding them or what. But the thing is, I think the way you're talking about it, typically, when you have that, you have the main area, and then the other areas are notably smaller. Like I think this is full blown Assassin's Creed games that are interconnected. Like that's what this pitch sounds like. Dude, what if essentially this is just like the remastered collection? But it's called Infinity, and it's a little bit different than, like, your average uh, remaster collection where it's just like, hey, like, we're treating it like, uh, you know, there, there's a hub world, I guess. You know, maybe there's some new stuff in there. But there's branches of, like, hey, yeah, you can go to, uh, you know, uh, why am I forgetting the country that Valhalla is taking place? England, I guess. You can say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, England, yeah. You can go to England. I mean, you can go to Egypt. I you can go to Greece. I think you know. that makes sense, but I feel like that's just something they do after the fact. Because I imagine if it's going to be until 2024 for a launch, like, they're probably making new environments for the launch. And then it's like, hey, everybody, yeah. Egypt is here. London's here. Like, I think they would do that after this launches because it's an ongoing thing, right? Like, did they start with Italy to get, like, the nostalgia of Assassin's Creed? I don't know. Did they start um. with somewhere people have wanted forever do they start with japan i i really don't know but it's a it's yeah, an it's, interesting it's... concept and i i think leaning into live service is interesting because i feel like nine times out of ten with a service game like look at gta online i have a character in gta online it's an avatar you know it's not a character and the thing that sold me on Odyssey was the character that was written and performed and had a had thoughts of her own and had a like a character I could latch onto. This is I'm assuming if it follows the trend of Fortnite or GTA Online, which is their inspiration, it's going to be a roughly looking design character that I made look like myself, and uh, I roll gear and five-star Ezio cards to get, like, a summon or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just I feel like you're removing that last pillar for so many people that were, at least on my level, I enjoy Odyssey. I think it's a good game. And a lot of that was the hook of Cassandra. But they're not Assassin's Creed games anymore. They are really impressive historical RPGs. And I feel like yeah. this is even getting further away from that. Which, like, it's free to play. Obviously, I'll try it. But it's a weird direction for this series. Oh, wait. It is going to be free to play. Yeah, you're right. I totally forgot that point. Yeah. Hmm. Like, is multiplayer involved? Like, how is this any shred of a similarity to Assassin's Creed? What are you assassinating in an MMO with other players? You can't assassinate other players, like, consistently. If you could just one-shot another player, no one would play it. Because people would just be griefing all the time. Like, what is this? It's not... It's like, like Ubisoft <laughs> presents Earth. Earth, a Ubisoft original with people that have blades. That's what this is. Like, like, oh, man. It's weird. Definitely, I'm not, like, enthused by this news, right? But here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. 
Origins didn't let me down. Mm-hmm. Ozzy didn't let me down, and Valhalla certainly did certainly did not let me down. Right, right. Those are single player RPGs. Remember? Yeah, yes, those are single player RPGs. Yeah. So now, while yes, they uh, seem to be definitely um, going in a direction that uh, is the complete opposite of what <laughs> I suggested they do. Yeah. Not that I'm um, the you know holy grail you know Jesus Christ tell all whatever, but you know like my my take wasn't that wild yeah. a lot of people have been saying the same things we right? talked about it even, um right yeah like, yeah yeah in between the gaps of the big rpgs maybe instead of doing remasters of all the old single player tight games do some remakes like remake the Ezio games or make a new Ezio game that is focused like no <laughs> yeah and even though they are doing the exact opposite Right. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and wait until we see it For sure, before yeah. I really throw stones at it. Right. Yeah, Like I'll try right. it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just I think the part of me that has doubt in this because like Assassin's Creed did reinvent itself and it worked. They could do it again. They really could. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's not like um no they they all still sell really well in spite yeah. of this big change. And like, you know, obviously there is a very vocal community that obviously for completely completely legit reasons you know don't like where the um where the franchise has gone right upward sales Um, trend too yeah upward sales trend and like it it's not like you know with cod where like you know there was a dip when we had the jetpack era of cods that like nobody fucking liked right no one but you know the vast majority of at least online um so we'll see man we'll see i don't know man i don't know dog and then like what what sucks is like like yo like i was thinking like listen with the content that's in valhalla on day one right you could literally take the extra fluff and make that dlc if you really wanted to you know what i'm saying and like there's not really even more content it's just spread out in a more digestible fashion right you could have easily had a 50 hour 60 hour game and that's it (laughs) like at launch and then add you know 10 hours a piece later on right mm-hmm. um so i don't know man yeah this is um this is this 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 gonna be interesting um I, we'll see we'll see i i had a thought i wanted to finish because i i do want to give them i want to give them the benefit of the doubt because they did prove they could reinvent the series and i i still love assassin's creed i would like to try valhalla at some point um, it's a very good one. It's a very good one. But it's it's strange that they are the only major complaint of this new series is it is too large. They're going bigger, and you know what this reminds me of, Kevin. This pitch, this expansive world that's interconnected, multiplayer, uh, hub based, all these new locations, games oh, yeah. as a service. Huge support, very revolutionary, very, very (laughs) daring. Uh, A Ubisoft original, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Guess what happened to that game? Nobody fucking knows. (laughs) It's it's out in the void. It's out in the ether. Yeah, man. So, like, did the idea for that... Because Michel Ancel left, and he was, like, the driving force of Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, Did the intent of that game bleed over to this? Because I get... Beyond Good and Evil 2 vibes from the way they're talking about this world. 
um, the way that they talked about planets and exploration and multiplayer. But yeah, I we'll see. You know, just yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'll, oh, man, don't expect a new Assassin's Creed anytime <sighs> soon. There was a country I was thinking about the other day that I'm like, damn, that'd be a really cool. I mean, we talked about like the Aztecs or something, or like Mexico. That's That'd be what so it cool. was. That's what you said. Yes, that's what you said. Yeah, I, that sounds fucking phenomenal. Right? right? Like that sounds great. Like, yes, you should do Japan. Honestly, after Ghost, you know what? I don't. Don't, know if you don't do it. I, I don't know if you, I think you're gonna get showed up easily. Yeah. Like, I think you're. I, I honestly think it's too late because I don't think it's gonna be better than Ghost, even though I really like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, me too. Because I like. Yeah, like dude, I like, like a. I like Assassin's Creed, like, I like it, like, how do I phrase it? Like, I know it's not, like, the most groundbreaking, like, excellent, French superb game. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just a really good, for me, just a really good time. Yeah. You know, I just, I just like, really like Assassin's Creed. I just, I just really fuck with it, you know? I mean, because they, they also, like, they dance around the origins of, like, the whole timeline stuff that they had going in the originals and, like, literally... The build-up to Assassin's Creed 3 was that the world was supposed to end in 2012 because the Mayans predicted it. That was the main, like, modern-day story. It was about the 2012 apocalypse. Go back! Make a game about the Mayans! Yeah, prophesize that, goddamn. And what's weird is that the end of Valhalla, there is a... There is a thing that they are addressing mm-hmm. or at least started to address and that what you presume what they would do next so i'm not sure how that <laughs> fits it oh wait a minute oh fuck it does oh wait holy shit that actually makes a lot of sense is it about infinity a little bit wait that ha- christian i think we're all wrong <laughs> they might be on to something wait a minute Yo, okay, wait. If I think what I think they're doing, wait. That actually makes sense. I'm getting watery eyes. I think that makes sense. Okay, I, I, I'm like a little bit, a little bit intrigued now. Okay. A little bit more intrigued. Okay. Because that actually makes sense. That that would actually make sense. Oh shit. Okay. Well, hey, listen. End of day. We'll see. We'll see. But story wise, I think there's a. I think I think there's a path. Okay. We'll see. There's a pad that actually makes sense. Wow. Well, we'll speaking see. of we'll see, you got two hits of future news real quick. Um, let's start with this one. Today is Bungie Day. We're recording on 7-7. Um, Bungie announced a new Destiny 2 showcase hitting August 24th of this year uh, with a graphic, Survive the Truth, and it is the mm. graphic of the Witch Queen expansion. So, um, I'm... Literally, like after we record today, I'm diving back into Destiny 2. I'm gonna try to get caught up. Uh, there's 50 days left in the current season. New season is supposed to be starting around this showcase. But the last showcase we got, I think last year, Kevin, was like the future of Destiny 2. That's when they announced Vault of Glass returning. They announced uh, Beyond Light, Shadow, no, Beyond Light, Witch Queen, and Lightfall. We know there's more expansions beyond Lightfall coming. Um, we need a date for the Witch Queen because that got pushed to 2022. So, you know, not much to go on right now. But it's if you want to be caught up, I think is now is the time to try and get caught up. Yeah, I I think I had to make I think I had to make room for some game, but 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I need to download Destiny too, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I just really want to play Crucible, but it's like it's still broken. It's broken. <laughs> like, like I, I, I can't. I can't play it. No. I, I would love to. Oh well, it is what it is. But yeah, no. Uh, this is this is great news. I'm always on to see what Destiny's doing next. You know, it's in the echelon of like Overwatch, where like I wish I could play more of this game. Yeah, I probably would be just addicted to it. You know, yeah. um, but yeah, no. I'm always, I'm always definitely in for the next like big story thing mm-hmm. that they do. I'm always in for that. Um, is it due out this fall? It was, but then they delayed it. Okay. Okay. So, so there's n- so it's definitely not gonna be this year. Yeah. There's no expansion this year. There is a new season right. that starts. And right. The past like three seasons, I think they've been doing like serious story stuff in the seasons. Like there's cutscenes and, and lore, and Zavala is saying things. And in- should I be doing like? Do they just have like seasonal quest lines? Yeah. Like, is that how they break it down? Okay. Yeah. So I, I should probably be doing those. Yeah. I don't know if you can play the ones you missed, but uh, my name is Bife has recap videos for the past few seasons i'm gonna watch the ones i missed and then uh dive in it's currently season of the splicer so mm. okay. uh next season is probably gonna lead into the witch queen though for story so uh, destiny. we will know more about destiny on august 24th also future news uh no idea when we're gonna see this but kojima productions hideo kojima and xbox game studios have signed a letter of intent which means it is 99.9999 percent true that they will make a deal together. The letter means they're both down for it. Lawyers are hashing out the details. Uh, so yeah, Kojima's probably making a game. Details on it, uh, very, very minimal. Xbox hired Kim Swift, I believe formerly of Stadia, to come in to help with cloud-based projects. And that's what Kojima's tech for this game is relying on. It is relying on the cloud in some way don't know if that means it will be a streaming only title or if it means that it will be taking advantage of cloud tech for weird kojima isms of maybe faking you out i don't know we pt he was supposed to like send you actual emails and texts and calls in real life just to fuck with you so i imagine the cloud is gonna do some weird stuff with whatever game this is but there you go if we do get calls from kojima i hope it's like is your car insurance like (laughs) (laughs) it's like uh, i fucking hate those calls man they just i can't believe they just ruined this whole form of communication i know yeah i never answer my phone they're they're ruined it's like if it's important i I have an answering machine that's what it's for (laughs) i haven't taken a phone call in like months i know it's crazy you hate to see it tragic um kind of future needs to be more immediate so it's time to open a time capsule real quick Stay to play tomorrow. Yep. Uh, it will, this will be outdated by the time this episode posts on Friday, but we know stay to play, 30 minutes, 9 minutes on Deathloop, 21 minutes on Indies and Third Party. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we've talked about, we talked about Deathloop last week, I think, for the um, preview of the next quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Th- could go back and listen to that conversation but i guarantee one of us said don't show the game anymore (laughs) like i think that was the thing that was said so how do you feel about death loop i watched your video you got a nice little predictions preview on pss but excited about seeing death loop like what's up um i'm more of like a sure why not you know um like uh it's it's i'm at spot where like hey I can't lie, like, every time I see it, 
I am more and more intrigued by it, right? Yeah. I'm more and more like, oh, cool, like that looks better than what I saw last time, right? So maybe that just may build up into like a purchase, maybe, sure. right? I'm not saying like I, I'm gonna do it, but like I could see a reality where that may happen. Um, but I definitely like get the the general consensus where it's like, yo, we've seen this game like so much you like know? it looks like, good it looks fun it's just we see it yeah. a lot and i feel like it yeah. starts to blend together you know like this is like the last game i would have thought would needed like a state of play yeah. <laughs> right like right. like this is the last one right like i i honestly thought we, we would have got we would have gotten one for kana not that that's not off the tables like holistically but i just don't know if there's like a lot of time left because they have teased a more like first party focused state of play and people are now saying august but who knows right did you do you know that whole conspiracy about why this first party one keeps getting pushed no it's because of horizon so, allegedly it's because of call of duty and it's that they're having a rough time with development allegedly and the trailer is not where they want it to be allegedly and they want to unveil the game in warzone first mm-hmm. before they do a stay of play and because Playstation has marketing rights with them and everything, like they kind of just got their hands tied until they're done, right? That's yeah. allegedly what I don't. I don't even know if that. I mean, is even what's going on? Like, I guess that sounds believable, but I, like that sounds like a little bit too like. You know, it sounds. I, I don't buy weird. that because it sounds weird, right? I don't yeah. Know. I don't. See if this logic tracks, right? What's up? They have marketing rights for Call of Duty. Yep. Call of Duty is the one of the biggest names for anything yep. right do your state of play with your fall slate and partnerships when call of duty's ready post a dedicate a like uh what the car game destruction all-stars yeah if that got one call of duty can get one just oh, slap ew, state of play ew. on it just do that like i i think the oh. important thing here call of duty might be a mess this year, right? That's what the sentiment is. The yeah. important thing, because if honestly seeing this being a third party thing, I'm thinking that Horizon's probably not going to hit this year, even though like this would be the time to talk about it. But like, I guess if they could do it in August, but like, when are you going to talk about that if COD's keeping you know, pushing it, right? Like, why would why would they hold it up for Call of Duty? They have more important things to do. You know? I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I just think I, 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 I just think that sounds like a weird predicament. Yeah. But like, maybe. But I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily gonna like hold my hand on that. But like, you know, that's like at least a rumor. Yeah, that's out there that I've heard a lot. But I don't know if it's even true or that whatever. But like, I I know cause a big deal, right? But I think first off, it's a third party thing, so that could get cut from a big PlayStation show. But if you're showing God of War, Horizon getting a date, um, Final Fantasy 16, and, like, maybe one other... Like, that, on the internet, think, that outweighs Call of Duty for having I think a marketing it's like, thing. Yeah, but, like, I think it's, like, more of, like, a legal thing, is I think is what it possibly could be. Like, I think it's, like, there's some sort of, like, obligation legally to have it in within a specific the contract state of play of the rights or just a state of play in general yeah then why right? don't they just and make just it if, a dedicated one that's what i'm saying I, yeah i mean 
I don't know if I would want to see a dedicated Call of Duty. Like that sounds like shit to me personally. Like I don't know about that. But I know, but I mean, like if yeah. Jim Ryan's calling the shots, it's like no, people will watch that. Just do it. Just do another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get our get our announcements out anyway. Um, for predictions, I'm gonna say Little Devil Inside's gonna get a shadow drop because that's due out this month. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one. And and there was that like tweet from PlayStation Latin America that was pointing to it yeah. this month again, like three days ago. Got taken down questionable stuff so yeah maybe and i will say we get a teaser trailer for spider-man and marvel's avengers because he's due out uh the rumor is december which is what i was expecting uh but i i still think you show spider-man at a state of play and not a square enix event so i feel like if it's december i don't know if it's time yet but just Fuck to reassure it that it's hitting this year, because that's yeah. a, a, like okay. every single post they do lately on Twitter. It's like we're Spider-Man in the comments. So, okay. uh, like, do that. you remember the War for Wakanda teaser? I do. That was like thirty seconds, cinematic only. Just do that. Yeah. Okay. Show the suit. You're got Twitter talking all day. You know. No, Christian. We we want more from that from Avengers, man. We want like a nice chunky ten minute. Remember when they used to do that? when the game was coming out yeah right what 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 ever table. happened to that yeah war, give me a war for wakanda war table Is i mean that, i think we're gonna get one because there's supposed to be a are? new okay. roadmap this month for okay. like year two yeah. stuff so I, I want i want i want more of that yeah <laughs> i want, I want more no but like stuff. even then i think yeah. you you don't show spider-man at that event i think you show spider-man at a playstation focused event because you do oh, not no, want I, yeah 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 yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That bad, absolutely. Uh, yeah. bad buzz. I'm with you on that. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely with you on that. Um, any any final things hope- about State of Play? Yeah, uh, my like out there hope is uh, season. We saw that at Game Awards sure. last year. I would love to see more of that. That'd be hype. Um, what else did I say? Hold on. What else did I say? I said something else. Um, I feel like 16 and four spoken might be for the bigger State of Play. Yeah, right. I, I don't know if they lumped that in here. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo as well. That's still due out for October. Where is that? Haven't heard that in a while. Um, I, I oh, imagine that gets delayed. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like GTA 5 is going to be here. But also, it's like you could shove that in the bigger state of play. And just make it a banger, 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 banger. Remember banger they opened thing. their first PS5 reveal yeah. with that game? <laughs> like They did. They did. They did. They did. Sino, so, did you see uh, the Red Dead Online expansion that's coming out next week? I heard rumblings, but like I don't know like specifics. So it's it's PVE focused, and it's about like kind of like the story stuff of your uh, GTA Online of like, hey, we got a job to do, we got a train to rob, we got a bank to rob, squat up your friends. So that's I'm sick. I'm shocked it that's took sick. this long, but like that's what I wanted to do with, in Red Dead Online when it came out. <laughs> but, yeah yeah so <laughs> definitely definitely but um but yeah no like um i'm not expecting this day of play to be like you know the biggest wow thing um you know what i'm saying and i think they've done a really good job i think like honestly across the industry i feel like a lot of people well not everyone but i feel like there's been a lot more uh better ways of conveying what is going to be shown yeah right like don't go crazy guys this 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 and that that's it yeah, and them explicitly like no, you're like you're not getting first party. Yeah, you know, like no, there's no PSVR two. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so I, I can appreciate that. But um, I would hope for Kana as well. You know, maybe get a little something, something. You know, a little, a little sprinkle of Kana. I'm down do for that. That's you think, next month. Do you think? Because it's technically not first party, but it might be because of the lens they look at it in. Mm. Uh, Death Strain Director's Code. Do you think we see something about it here? I would have shoved that in the bigger one, right? Maybe. That I mean, that's what I thought. But yeah, I guess you're right. It's not first party, and it's right? an old game. So like, yeah, yeah. I I. I just see it. and like them them saying soon just knee jerk. I just thought like that would be in the in the bigger first party one, right? But you know, no, perhaps in the yeah. first party one. That's when they do Last of Us director's cut and they show factions. Yeah, and then if you if you do Death Stranding yeah. director's cut, also people are gonna be like, oh, it's just the remaster machine, you know? I I had a giant epiphany in the car, and I thought that thing. I'm like, oh, wait, no. They're going to do T. Lu 2 Director's Cut, and Faction's going to be in there. That's 100% what they're going to do. 70 bucks. And, hey, I'll cop it. <laughs> I'll cop no, but it. Se- you know? like, seriously, I don't think they'd <laughs> show two Director's Cuts in the same show, because yeah, yeah. for all the Nintendo Directs I've watched, if there's even, like, two port remasters or anything that is that takes over the conversation even if there's something cool like it's like oh more ports and remasters so like i i saw people already i saw like so there was a lot of negativity around the ghost director's cut that surprised me but um i did see that you know the that really yeah i saw a lot of people being like oh no the remaster i was like well yeah i mean not much else you can do right now, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't see, I don't see people complaining about remasters on Nintendo's side. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, people complaining. I don't see any people complaining. <laughs> I know they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to pots for this week. Pots, 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 pots. Speaking of Nintendo, this year we now know Nintendo is releasing a new skew of the of the Nintendo Switch. It is the Nintendo Switch OLED model. It is $350, releasing October 8th. Uh, It has the same internals, but what's different about this one, it's got a new 7-inch 720p OLED display for handheld mode, improved speakers for better crisper audio, uh, a new kickstand, which is similar to the Microsoft Surface, where it extends across the entire back, not just a little slice in the corner. Uh, the reveal skew is a white Joy-Con, white dock. You can also get it black dock with neon. Um, there's an Ethernet port in the dock now. It is not a Switch Pro, but for those that play handheld mode a good chunk of the time, or those that also have audio issues on their Nintendo Switch, this might be the product for you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah um so i think we are two distinctly different switch users yes right? which i think correlate to the masses of the two different distinct switch users do you view your switch as more of a handheld or do you view your switch more as a console right um i don't know which one's bigger i think handheld maybe is a bigger fan base or a bigger uh group of people right maybe because um, like there's a dedicated skew for that because like switch light is only handheld so like maybe but yeah yeah i think like generally speaking like i think when you look at a switch you probably want to pick it up 
yeah. right? Like, I don't, like when I imagine a switch, I don't imagine a switch automatically docked with a pro controller. Yeah, right? it, for me, it's game to game for sure. But okay, okay, I see that. Like, I see that. Yeah. What what games have I? I'm trying to think if there's any game I only play docked. Uh, Mario Odyssey. Sorry, not Mario Odyssey. Mario Galaxy, only docked. Um, I imagine Skyward Sword is going to be only docked. Um, so there, there's a couple for sure. Smash, only docked. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'd say I'm like fifty fifty on how I get my uses out of it. Oh okay, yeah. Um, there's there's certain games I like doing both for, like Monster Hunter. Depends on the scenario I'm in, but I would play that handheld. I would play that docked. Have a good time each way. Mm. But. Yeah, it is very much not a Switch Pro. Um, it is not using DLSS. It is literally the same internals. Uh, 1080 on TV is the max. 720 is the max on handheld. The screen in handheld will look better because the pixel density in an OLED is a bit better than a standard LCD. So, like, it will look nicer for sure. And OLED is just better with colors, too. So, like... Oh, I thought the colors were the only difference. I didn't... I didn't... Because, like, given the resolution isn't changing on the screen, mm -hmm. I thought, if anything, it may look worse to some people. Like, not from a color standpoint. Like, it's it's going to look better. Mm -hmm. But what I mean is that, like, when you're stretching out an existing resolution, mm -hmm. those pixels are naturally bigger. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, like, I, I that's what I was thinking. But if, if there's a different pixel density thing going on, I was unaware. I thought it was just, just the same resolution. Because when know? the OLED report came out in, like, April... I was reading some like reports about it. I think like Jeff Grubb and maybe uh, Digital Foundry were talking about how like people were disappointed it was a 720p OLED, but the reporting was like, I mean, just because of the way OLED displays are built and like the way they function, the pixel density in that is like more there's more than there is in a standard LCD. So it is 720, but for the size of the screen. And the fact that it is OLED over LCD, it will have a better image quality overall. So, yeah, I have no doubt it's it's going to look better. Right. I have no, yeah, that's that's like w when you just look at it side by side, the OLED's going to look way better for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you don't play handheld, there's no reason to buy this. Um, yeah, yeah, that that's where I'm at. Spoiler alert, right? It's like, uh, yeah, no, um, the. It, Ethernet port, they took out the USB port on the dock for the new one and swapped it with a Ethernet port. I only use that as an adapter dongle for my Ethernet port on my Switch. So they just kind of did what I think the majority of people used. Uh, probably not the majority, but yeah. if you have an Ethernet on your Switch dock already, this new one just adds one, what you're probably using it already for, right? Yeah. Like, so that's all fine and dandy there. But yeah, I mean, like, I have no desire to uh buy this at all you know um as much as like i love an oled panel shot to the vita mm -hmm. um i just don't play it handheld mode really ever it, it's like 99 percent to be honest with you like I, I haven't held my switch in probably like close to a year yeah maybe <laughs> like yeah. it's, I mean, it's probably been something like that yeah. yeah like i this is just because i grew up with playing rpgs on like my ds and stuff mm -hmm. like pokemon any JRPG that I'm playing on a Nintendo device, I prefer playing it handheld because I just can get through them faster that way. Because it's like, oh, 
I'm not doing anything. I don't want to be sitting at a display or whatever. I can just pop it open, play a few hours of it in handheld mode because I just Pokemon was my introduce introduction to RPGs, and I just can get cozier, I guess, and settle into playing an RPG better when it's in my hands for some reason. Yeah. Um. So like. Pokemon the remakes coming out this year which we will talk about quickly in a second but I know I'll be playing that handheld like absolutely I'm playing that but 90% of the time I put into that game will be handheld um so like I don't know OLEDs are nice I know there's like issues with screen burning and stuff like that and the blacks can really ruin uh in time or it's more of a risk of having some screen damage eventually over a standard lcd but yeah i mean the only reason i'm even considering it because i'm not day one on this thing in the slightest oh really no 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 no. oh like, shit i thought you know this, this is not a turn i took i, I thought you would oh no no, okay. no 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 i like the look of the new dock i like the quality of lifestyle oh also 64 gigs internal storage rather than 32 um yeah that's that's really good. Yeah, that's really because most Switch games yeah. are small too. So, um, that's a good one. And it's three fifty. Like I think that's a fair price for the better screen. And it, it, I don't think it's for people that already have a Switch. I think it's like, hey, if you don't have a Switch yet and you want the nicer one, here you go. Or for people like me who have a faulty Switch, <laughs> that uh, every time you update it, the audio conks out for three days to a full month. Um, for the games I like playing handheld, I would not like to be restricted. Like, if Pokemon comes out in November, and I'm about to go on a trip, and I pop it in my Switch to play handheld, there's no audio in that thing, not even through the headphones. It's like, what the, what the hell? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Just not play the game? Like, I mean, that's why I thought you were getting one, like, day one. Like, you... you I- we've been talking about this for like two years well yeah it's because i think it's because like i've managed so far where (laughs) if this oled display version of the switch is dropping this year i imagine a beefier like revision or a actual switch pro based on recent reporting after this announcement would be around breath of the wild too so then i have to ask myself can i survive another year of my switch maybe not having audio for a few days so i don't sink 350 into something that i would rather own for 350 to 400 within a year like here's what i say yeah here's what i say here's what i say okay here's what i think you should do okay you gotta finesse the system here's what you do i think that this is gonna fly out the shelves right pretty pretty obvious right like all i mean so just sell like crazy all the time right Mm -hmm. maybe that might dip i don't know but like i think you should i think if i were you right to just alleviate yourself from this audio issue right and yeah you've you've worked with it over the past few years but you know um i would buy this right but not use the joy cons right use your joy cons that you have already right stuff that you've already used before Take nice, good care of it. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. I'd, uh, keep the box, everything, right? And then when the Switch Pro is coming out, I anticipate there being 
somewhat of a still like rarity to get a Switch OLED, right? Sell that joint, and then you're paying what like a hundred bucks for the Pro, you know, off of the profit that you garnered. Potentially, right. but so, like, also, uh, I imagine the Switch Two, Switch o, Switch Pro, whatever is going to have an OLED display as the default. Well, yeah, but like not everyone's going to want to get that one. You know, I think there will still be a market for the for the Switch OLED, all like for the regular Switch OLED. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I I'm on the same page. Like, I think nope. it's going to be a scenario of PS5s are out, and you could you could realistically try and find a PS4 Slim, and you can find one. It's cheap, great games, runs well. I, I think if if people are on the market to get a PlayStation, they would opt for the Slim if they can't find a PS5 instead of a Pro. Because Pros are harder to find now than they oh, were yeah. a few years ago. So, like, I think that'll... Like, the Pro... This PS4 Pro in this scenario is the OLED when the Switch 2 or whatever is out. Because, like, that, that red box Switch, the standard Switch, if people want that one if people want not the pro or the two they'll get that one because that one's going to be stocked still the oled seems like it is targeted at the enthusiasts that need it or people who don't have one yet and the people who don't have one yet and buy this they see a pro next year they're not going to buy that they already have a switch you know so this is like a lit i think this is like the ps4 pro the shelf life on this thing is limited but you know what i'm saying i see what you're saying i'm just like i think that you would have an easier time selling a ps4 pro as opposed to a base ps4 given that you can buy a base ps4 anywhere sure right but there is some there is some random dude out there that would love a ps4 pro for whatever reason and you could sell him at a at a at a bit of a more higher cost Mm -hmm. than you would the average PS4. Right. Not only because it's a pro and it's better, but just because, you know, the right. rarity involved in that, you know. So that that's what I was going down my head head with switch OLED. I also think that the base switch is going to get axed at some point before oh, the pro even comes out. And I think the OLED is going to be that middle tier. I doubt it. I think the OLED's going to get cut I've, first. Re oh, we're gonna take a bet on no, this. Listen, listen, I think, hear me out, oh, hear me out, hear me out. We're gonna take a bet. Let's hear me go. out, hear me Let's out. Take a bet. What's up? So, I think if you have a like, if you reach a point where the $300 standard switch gets dropped and you have a $200 light, a $350 OLED, and then a $400 switch pro, I feel like people like the people who want to be saving money would just go with either the light or not see enough of a difference between the pro and the oled like i'm talking general consumer like yeah just get the oled it's cheaper so i think for mm. those people you want to hit them with the standard switch model no nah. no nah. here's here's what you kevin do. if you walked into a store right now are you gonna see a ps4 or a ps4 pro no i'm 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 looking at it from a business no i get what you're saying no no yeah, no yeah. keep yeah. keep keep the light right yeah keep keep the light but the reason why you keep the oled over over the 300 is that 300 to 400 that is going to sway a lot of people to the 300 obviously right but it, but if you have a 299 sorry two 200 switch 
three fifty and then four hundred. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna get more people buying the four hundred anyway because it's like fuck it, fifty dollars, whatever, right? That's 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 my thought. So that's what I figured they would do, right? Is like push everyone to get the pro if they're a new Switch consumer, right? Because it's fifty dollars. I think you're right there. I think it depends you know? on if it's a a pro or a Switch two. I think pro, I think point. you're probably right, but if it is a Switch Two, which at this point I'm leaning more towards Switch Two, like, uh, yeah, I think that's how we should look at it now too. I think it's it, gonna it, be like a Switch. If it is a Switch Two, I think if OLED sticks around, I think it gets a price drop to three hundred. I I don't think if the OLED is the one that sticks around, I don't think it stays three fifty when there's a better Switch out there. Because the at least recently, I mean, yeah. Nintendo's main focus has been we want m- multiple switches in households. So the way you do that, I think, is have those three pillars of 200, 300, 400. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think they care about how many people own a Switch Pro versus how many people own a Switch. They just want to sell you things on the Switch. And yeah, yeah. from all the conversations around the past 12 months of Switch... It sounds like Nintendo is planning on releasing first-party games, at least, on the base Switch model as long as they physically can. So until games don't run, which like there already are some that are a little spotty, like until they straight up do not run, they will keep releasing them on the base, even if there's a Switch 2. Like they are treating it like how app developers treat iPhones, where yeah, at one point YouTube will stop working on your iPhone 3, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that seems like the way they've been trending. So I, I think having those three pillars at two, three, four makes sense based off what they've been, the conversation has been recently. Cause you know, they're weird. They're not going to follow the PlayStation style of having their multiple different types of consoles out or the, even the Xbox one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to ask you, you know, as the, Obviously, the bigger Nintendo fan than anyone here on this podcast. I mean, just us two. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, other two. Um, how are you feeling now about, you know, uh, uh, playing that open world Pokemon, Pokemon RTS, right? Yeah, Legends, right? Um, on, and, and I mean, on, dude, I think, I think, now I don't know about Breath of the Wild 2 launching with the Pro now. Now I don't know, man. I don't know about you. I mean, but now I see that thing just dropping next year. Obviously, I think it will hit next year, and I do not think the Pro is coming out next year. Now that now that we have this one, sure. I pers- I think we're looking at 2023-2024. So, for the Pro. Here's my And there's thing. no way Breath of the Wild 2 is going to get pushed all the way down there, right? No, I so, think it will. What? Yeah, I'm listening to Schreier, man. Whoa. I think because Breath of the Wild, huh? Breath of the Wild got delayed multiple times. Originally, it was Zelda 2015, Zelda 2016, and then Breath of the Wild hit 2017. I imagine because they, I think they'll just want to redo the 2017 Switch launch in 2023, early year, March. Switch two drops with Breath of the Wild two. I, I honestly, I think based off what Schreier's saying about. They're aiming for 2022 originally when that date came out, and re- more recently he's saying, "Yeah, it's a 2023 game." I think he's right. Zelda games usually get delayed a couple times, so. I mean, look, yeah, I mean, y'all have way more involved, yeah, on that side than I do, 
-hmm. right now, obviously. I um, think they will use that to sell hardware because that Zelda was an anomaly with the Switch of like Breath of the Wild is the best selling Zelda game. It's sold more than a bunch of them combined. Uh, it was key to the Switch being the success it is. I think they will absolutely try and just copy paste that. So, like, if it did hit 2022 Zelda, I imagine it would be like November. So if you're going to launch hardware in March, and Zelda helped your last hardware sell, like, hold on to that. Nintendo's held on to stuff before. So I'm prepping for that to be 2023. Damn. Because I'm with you. I don't Damn. think a Switch 2 is next year. No shot. Yeah, no, there's... there's or no however shot. they precision it, you yeah. know. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, okay, well, that's a whole different angle. Right. I was just going off of, like, if, if Breath of the Wild 2 and, like, Pokemon Legends, like, were the drop, I mean, were to drop at their projected timelines, like, right now, um, we... Those games so, gonna chug. Those games are gonna chug. I mean, I wouldn't be worried about Breath of the Wild two. Really? It's it's reusing like all of the same assets from Breath of the Wild. Like the map is larger and they're doing different things environmentally, but like in those new regions you can just throw a loading screen and just have them isolated so it like is not as taxing. Like Breath of the Wild is a huge game and it ran fine i think if they divide the new region and the old region i don't even know if we can explore the old region fully but like i'm not worried about breath of the wild 2 performing i think it'll do probably at least as good as breath of the wild was maybe a little more dips but um pokemon legends though i the the word when it was revealed was that the build was a few months old, which I do believe. You I mean yeah, yeah? It it was rough, and similar to Zelda Breath of the Wild bringing in Monolith, who worked on Xenoblade, and Xenoblade specifically, what I hear about too is a expansive world. It does chug at times, but it's impressive when that launched in 2017. It ran on Switch. Xenoblade. Sorry, Monolith Soft, who helped Breath of the Wild be stable and a good open world. I am. It, there were rumors or like hearsay that they could be assisting Legends to like just function. So the next time we see Legends, I think it depends on that. If it looks the same, then I will be worried. But I imagine the reason we haven't seen it this long is because they are working like day in day out to make sure it is as good as it can be the next time they show it so I, i'm believing that right now i'm i'm worried right now <laughs> i'm worried not that like i'm i don't even know if i'm gonna buy pokemon legends like day one right and like i'm not even like trying to be like shitting on you know anything right but like i'm just i'm just looking at it from the outside in based on just things i've seen yeah. right maybe i've been given cherry picked instances yeah, right but um you know like i mean mainly i'm going off of, off of digital foundry right like mm -hmm. i recall 3d world where uh when you were playing bowser's fury it was 30 frames handheld and then 60 frames um docked, docked yeah. right like different different stuff like that where like if that's right now what are you going to be like next year you know what i'm saying i mean like I, 
I know, I know mm -hmm. that's not like a huge amount of time. Yeah, because right? also but... when it comes to the Nintendo stuff, like it's not the visuals that are being pushed. It is like the CPU that is being taxed by these games by the size of them. It's not the visual fidelity of them because the Pokemon Legends art style is it's not going for anything that doesn't already exist on the switch it is mainly just the world that is the question and yeah. that was the consensus of why it was looking like that and like xenoblade one has a dynamic resolution for handheld and docked so like that was their solution and i imagine it's going to be in a similar state with legends because like also you have to remember um the reason why i think we haven't seen it since it was revealed also is because there's two new Pokemon games dropping before that, and there's uh, the M the MOBA this month, and then there's the remakes in November. I don't think we're going to get the heavy push for Legends until, like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the next time we see it is, like, December. Yeah. yeah. Like... But we see the reveal, and then we see it again in December. I think that I might mean, be no. it. I think Game Awards. Yeah, I think that could be it. And yeah, uh, these gonna be Game Awards. You know, the, uh, like if they're cool with you know showing, um, you know, like Smash and like Nintendo has been a part of the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah. for yeah a long time. Now. Yeah, so I think it'll be Game Awards next next time we see it. I think you're right on that for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Dog. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, just given that, like, oof, like this this new Switch is not improved in terms of like cpu or graphics or anything like that or like mm -hmm. gpu like that is still the we're we're we're, we're still at this level right but like, like that's, that's what i'm saying i'm saying the current level we're at has games that look like artistically similar and take place in expansive open worlds and they run pretty good like breath of the wild doesn't dip anymore they patched it there's like one place where it dips but xenoblade doesn't dip frame rate wise and handheld it dips resolution wise a little bit but like yeah I, I i don't see a world where unless it's just poor optimization which could be what it is i expect when pokemon legends comes out it'll probably be like 900 peeps 30 frames a couple dips but like there's a bunch of other games that are like that so um, like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like um, there's nothing yeah, in that yeah, trailer I'm... that doesn't exist on Switch already that makes me think it's impossible to run well. So then it's optimization. But at that point, you have all these resources within Nintendo who helped Zelda work open world that I think would probably in the year, potentially longer, depending on when that build was from. In the gap between seeing it again, I hope... And I expect the next time we see it, it looks stable. Yeah, like I appreciate your optimism, and you do cite facts that mm -hmm. support that optimism, mm -hmm. right? I hear you. I'm gonna be the one that, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the contrarian here. Sure. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm kind of expecting shit to not be great. We'll see. We'll see. And you know, great subjective. I mean, like, yeah, I think it's going to run obviously yeah right i, I mean, think that, it's gonna be a functioning game yeah but um like uh 
like even i think it was last night honestly like uh i was watching digital foundry like they did a quick like interstitial they were too busy with next gen coverage to cover that uh zelda musou game fuck i forgot what it's called um uh yeah calamity yeah calamity and like they like ripped that apart yeah calamity they were like is, they were like yeah. this shit barely runs like 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 this is absurd right like they 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 like mm-hmm. literally called it like horrendous. It is, like, yeah. I tried that to demo. That, that they, you know what I'm saying? So like, if, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that's not every game. Yeah. But just from a general, right? From from like a general just bird's eye view mm-hmm. of Switch games, yeah. And just the nature of just these are the internals still, right? Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but right. like that's just where we're at. Yeah. So I'm just curious as to what happens in the future. That, that, yeah. Right. That's I, I, I think with that specific yeah. case of Pokemon too, it's like. There's way less going on on screen in Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. uh, the Muso thing was not internal. So, like... Okay. Right. I, I think there's a world where... Like, I'm... Ex- there's absolutely a world where it runs terribly and looks, like, awful. That is a possibility. Uh, doesn't, though. Yeah, doesn't exactly. Know. Like, I think, based off the track record of notable first-party releases, I think it will be at least... 30 frames most of the time maybe a couple dips in certain areas and a variable resolution in handheld and probably something locked and in dock mode like and again i don't think that's going to matter much if it's this art style the whole time because those trees are like they look like paintings like watercolors if if it's a lower resolution it's still gonna look like a watercolor you know like it's not gonna be any less blurry if that's the art style they go for. So I think, hopefully, I have no reason to doubt it. I mean, it's the Pokemon company, but I don't think in recent memory they've shipped a Pokemon game that was performing poorly. Yeah, I mean, most recently, you know, I played Sword, right? Yeah, um, yeah like, there were dips that, like, I, I could definitely tell for yeah. sure. But, like, I would never have called it, like, unplayable. Yeah, you know, or like horrendous, right? Mm-hmm. To be fair, to to like give you a little bit of credit, yeah, for sure. Like in, in terms of Pokemon that I've personally played, um, yeah. I didn't walk away with that experience at all. Yeah, know? so yeah, because I think we'll see. Yeah, I, I think at the end of it all, it's like the scope of this is similar to the scope of a game that launched two years ago on this hardware. So that's why I'm not too concerned at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. But um, I know you will be playing Down in Pearl. Yes, right? sir. That got yes, sir. a nice little visual update. That looks a lot better now. I don't know if you saw this, but... I didn't. Wait. Ooh, can I see this? The I, t- I tweeted it out the other day. So remember the original one? People said it looked like a mobile game, which, like, I'm into the art style, but it absolutely, that was a fair criticism. Uh, now, yeah. lighting is way better. Textures are way better. It still looks like the same direction, but I do think it looks a fair amount better. Like... If things are less plasticky, uh, it looks more natural. The lighting, I do think, is a big part of it. But um, oh yeah, okay. We've only seen battle okay. screens. We haven't seen like the actual overworld. But I imagine this is going to translate to the overworld as well in terms of lighting and colors and all that and detail. But I think I it looks see. a lot better. Yeah, okay. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like at first it just looks like it just looks more saturated in the original, but like when you look at like when you look at specifically the hat, 
Yeah. Right. And the, the hat in the first one. Yeah, the hat and the backpack like look like separate entities of the actual like character model. You know yeah, what I'm saying? In like, like a bad way. There's like it looks like textures blocky. on it. Yeah, like it looks like blocky, but it definitely looks a lot oh yeah, it, look, it looks a lot better on the okay. All right. Hey, that's cool. So, good stuff. And, good stuff. You know, I think both of those games were revealed at the same event and the report at that time as well was that after that outcry, which like again, it's gonna happen all the time. Um, people said that the build of Diamond and Pearl was a couple months old, and since then, clearly, they weren't done because it looks way better now. And uh, I'm I'm curious to see what the overworld looks like. I do, I doubt they're gonna change the character models, but um, lighting goes a long way in any game, so I I really like oh, yeah. the new look. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. That's the uh, notable release for the fall. But no Switch Pro, no time soon. Uh, that's three hundred fifty dollars. I'm not dropping anytime soon. So yeah, not nah, me. Yeah, no. Um, I think if you are in the market for a switch, I think you should get this one. Uh, yeah. If you do not have a switch, I think you should get it. If you if you like have no the desire to get the light or reason to get the light, mm -hmm. I say definitely pick up this uh switch OLED for fifty bucks more. You might as well get a way better screen. Uh, more more storage, better speakers, a way better. That's not horrendously bad kickstands. That's right. like next to unusable. Um, you know what would have got so, me? Yeah. What's up? If this was a $250 Switch Lite only, with a, just an OLED display and the other uh, quality of life things, if it was the only the Switch Lite and it was $50 more than the Switch Lite, I would be buying one. Okay. I, I guess I can see that. Because I've considered I, a Switch yeah. Lite already. Because I, I just like yeah. the form factor of it, so... I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm just looking for um, the better internals. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely on that side. Not like, you know, I'm expecting it to be like a next gen console, right? In that level. That's not why I, that's not the, that's not the reason why I'm buying a Switch. Right. It's just, um, you know, like there's, there's, there's jaggies in games, you know, on, on Switch that like I think could be alleviated with like DLS, DLSS and, um just a better overall just you know and also like specifically this is a this is a thing that a lot of people talk about and like i definitely have had where switch looks better on a 1080p screen than a 4k screen sure you yeah. know like the it, it's the 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 nature of like looking at a 4k panel looking at 1080p content right it looks worse than just viewing that 1080p content on a 1080p display yeah you know? i get that um yeah like i think there's like a real technical reason why right i think it's because like that like i think i think it makes sense where like you know you have more pixels duplicating the same well you'll have four four individual 4k pixels doing the exact same thing as opposed to 1080p where you're doing only one pixel that's right. doing the thing right so at that point it just looks i think a little bit more muddy and just a little bit more just like i guess glowy you could say it just does, doesn't look as crisp as it would on a 1080p screen because it's downscaling and having to duplicate you know four by fours to act like one pixel right um I think I think that might be the reason why it looks like worse on the 4K display. 
Um, but you know, that's that's a I won't knock Nintendo for that. That's just what it is, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, I'm I'm I'll I'll definitely buy a pro day one for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean the the real pro. Yeah. Or switch the real two, whatever it is. Yes, yeah, switch two. I hope it's super switch though. Yeah. Call it call it super switch, please. Please call it Super Switch. You know, damn, maybe they were sa- maybe they're saving Super Switch for the actual successor because the Super Nintendo yeah. was a second console. That was the NES two. You know, call it, call it, call it Super Switch. Super Switch, March twenty three, launching Breath of the Wild two. There you go. I want to see PS five, Xbox. So wait, PS five, XBO, and SS. Come on, man, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Su- Super Switch. Well. We will have to wait and see, but until then, Kevin, where can everybody find you? YouTube.com says plays in source. Uh, we are streaming MGS5 like madmen. We're out here in Africa, Afghanistan, doing our thing. Um, of course, uh, by the time this posted, you can see our reaction stream of uh, State of Play. Definitely check it out. Um, I'm going to assume it was good, not exceptional, not crazy, but a good State of Play, I think. You know? Um, Save slot. We'll go over the save play and everything and all that great stuff on there, and uh, definitely more content coming to you all. Twitter at PSOR's vids, all that good stuff. Very nice. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at ChunTD2. Uh, daily TikToks. Uh, Twitch is mostly Halo right now. Um, and yeah, uh, if you <laughs> if you are gonna be excited. To hear discussions about when Spider-Man showed up at the State of Play. Stay tuned for mm. Um, mm. Saturday Excelsior. Jack Martin and I will go over any potential news. Um, there's a new Black Widow skin we're going to talk about for that game. And um, new episode of Loki that's this Saturday, Excelsior, on the channel. But um, if you want this show, you can check it out on YouTube.com slash Under the playlist for Gamescast, alongside the playlists for all of our shows... If you want the audio version, you can check it out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just look up JoyClicks or JoyClicks Gamescast. You'll find it. If you can rate a review on that platform, it would be appreciated because it helps us out a ton. It takes a quick second. And if you want to help us out further, patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. $5 tier gets you producer credit on this show and every show, like Chris Sakas, Aaron Easton, and Charles Alpin. So thank you very much. And that's going to do it for Gamescast this week. We will be back next week. Uh, the dead middle of July, hopefully with some cool state of play stuff to talk about. But, uh, until then it's pizza time. Pizza time. I mean, I guess if boiling to worst way.